And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast for Morning Drive Time meets Late Night Talk Show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from the south side of Wakanda, a little in little new Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is our special yearly or annual Spookums Zone themed episode. Wow, that's a whole lot of hyphens if I were you know, <laughs> captioning it. But yes, it's uh, that time of year again where we, uh, or normally sometimes I just try to terrify Courtney for a little while, or we try to terrify each other. But you know, <laughs> we've we've had some some great. Uh, guests in our past and and we have got another great one and I think I've been teasing this one for a while now and I've also kind of sadly it took this long for me to get her on but my beloved aunt and one of my original OG fans way back from the Lost Dial podcast days because that's the last time she's been on a podcast with me I brought my aunt Cindy with me hey Cindy hey everybody hey Welcome to the Indu podcast. Finally, like I know it took forever, but you're finally here. Oh, I'm I'm honored to be here. I'm just honored. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, as you know, because you are a dear fan and listener, you do know what's coming next, and that is your icebreaker question. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we here at the Indu podcast love Ben and Jerry's, and we like to pretend that they chat with us regularly, and they're like, hey. Um, we need a new flavor and a new yeah. name for that flavor. So they ask you, what flavor would you come up with and what would you call it? You know, I should be better prepared for this. Um, <laughs> mm. And plus, I haven't heard you do it in a while because you've been having repeated guests. So I think I kind of forgot. But um, <laughs> let me see. To do something to honor, you know, I'm a beloved fan of Prince. So um, okay, okay. let's do... Flavor purplicious. All right. And so it far. Um, I would say a black raspberry sherbet. No, maybe not a sherbet. Black raspberry ice cream, because that's purple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, glitter sprinkles, purple uh, glitter hearts. Hmm. Okay. Simple. That is so Prince. <laughs> <laughs> that really works. <laughs> I, I I see it. I I feel like he would approve. Like yeah, you know. just like you know the the edible you know 
uh, silver color, little sprinkle, heart-shaped sprinkles, and maybe little guitars and, you know, that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. off the top of my head, I'll probably leave this podcast and say, no, that was dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking he wouldn't You can always come back and change it. That's okay. This is true. That would be a first. I don't think anybody's come back and like, nope, the last ice cream I said, I'd I'd change, I recant. I want to maybe, you know, embellish it more or (laughs) make sure that the guitars are crunchy or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll figure it out. I'll be better prepared. Well, I will send that along to uh, Mr. Ben and Mr. Jerry and see if, uh, you know, that, you know, jives with them which you know i feel like it would because it it's would. it's pur- it's purple it's got the the um the zest of prince if it, if you will yeah. so um yeah and I, I think i think they would like it or he would like it i think they would all like it and i hope so and purplicious is, is what it's called yes okay all right yeah I, I mean probably just to add a little bit well i probably on the carton they'll probably have the either his picture or his uh symbol so yeah they definitely know whose this is supposed to you know commemorate yeah so, <laughs> sounds good to me sounds good to me i think i will like it and i, th- I think i'll actually eat it too because there's other ones that people suggest is like mm, there's things in that i don't think i would eat but i think i would eat this so. well, i know a lot of people like black raspberry too ice cream so eh. i've never had it so i i don't know but i would try it mm-hmm. since you know men's are trying you know w- at least once and then if not it just sits in the freezer <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. So now that you have been officially broken in, we will get into the goodies of this episode. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break. I'm not sure who is sponsoring this podcast, but you're going to hear a quick ad and then we'll be back to our special spook. Oh, well, I won't say it yet. I'll wait until we get back and, and get into it. But until then, you're listening to the Indu podcast. <laughs> podcast want free money of course you do want to save some money you know you need to hey friend i can help you do both and if you're really ambitious i can help you thrice it's 2020 and it's time to get financially fit save and invest and i've been on a few apps watching my money grow and work for me and i want that for you too so if you sign up for acorns stash or digit with my links you'll get $5 in your account to start. That's $5 for Acorns, $5 for Stash, and $5 for Digit. After linking your bank account, these accounts will take a few dollars after every transaction or on a set schedule to save or put into a stock portfolio. I know nothing about stocks, and you don't need to either. But hey, I'm learning. That's Digit at j.mp slash digitindube, or to get Stash, j.mp slash stash and dube or acorns at j.mp slash acorns and dube. So check out any of my links and let's get our lives together together. Puppies! Ow! The fluff-tastic, cuterific rascals that are too irresistibly adorable to ignore. You know you want to snuggle a fur baby, whether it's a bulldog, bloodhound, pomeranian, or poodle. Get you some of this cuddly pupper loving. All of these doggos are good boys and girls and just crave your love and love to be loved. So love a pup today. Go find your nearest canine cuddler and give them all the hugs and belly rubs. As long as you have the owner's consent, of course. Hopefully they do because no puppy should be left unpet. Puppies! We love the puppies! Hey! 
welcome back to the new podcast we will now start some of our regular show stuff like uh the word watch word watch now this particular word i was going to hold on to courtney because you and i we were discussing it and i think if anything maybe we'll just bring it back in a later episode because there's like so okay. much stuff within it mm -hmm. and um the word it comes from japan okay it is okay. the word ikigai yes <laughs> please tell us what that means again. it <laughs> it means yes the the definition um is a japanese concept that means a reason for being the word refers to having a meaningful direction or purpose in life constituting the sense of one's life being made worthwhile with actions taken towards achieving one's ikigai resulting in satisfaction and a sense of meaning to life so it's it's a very just all-encompassing just purpose basically mm -hmm. is another i guess synonym for it but just it it means much more than just purpose and there's even like a whole little diagram that i came across where it, it um included hold on where, where my phone froze on me but it had you know, a whole bunch of elements in it and i shared it with you and and it even brought some things that uh you had experienced recently at a con was it that you were participating mm -hmm. with you want to yes a writing conference um mm -hmm. which if you would like to share some of that and maybe how some of that overlaps into well what i never did ask you how you're doing or what you're up to so how are you what are you up to <laughs> <laughs> well a bunch of stuff uh had a well bunch of stuff but with the writing conference it was it was FireCon's first like ever writing conference. So FireCon has a um, physical and digital magazine where they they spotlight and feature um, Black and Indigenous um, and other people of color in sci-fi and fantasy um, writing. Okay. So it's it's an awesome just awesome publication um that comes out quarterly and so it's open for submissions various times of of the year um and sometimes there's themes where you write you know they give you a theme and you write within the theme sometimes it's just an open theme um and they do pay their writers so if you are selected to be in the publication so it's it's just a really really neat and needed um publication well they had their first ever a writing conference and it was virtual and that was the first virtual conference uh well writing first virtual writing conference that I had been to and it you know we found out later that basically they completed it within six months like from idea to execution was within like a six month period which is kind of insane because of all the all the um sessions that they hosted and all the things that you know most of us kind of know or have an idea that go into any type of event planning and so mm -hmm. uh, there were a few glitches but for for it to be such a huge thing um and done in such a short period of time it was just pretty it was just pretty cool but aside from all of that like the, the technical side behind it the writing um part of it which is why i was there obviously <laughs> was quite amazing so you know i went to various um sessions and um it was 
it was over a period of three days. And because the, the conference is focused on people of color, it's, it's presented um, and featuring and like with the, the intended audience, is, is people of color or are people of color? And of course, everyone's invited, but it's just a way to showcase and, and spotlight writers who often are kind of marginalized in other mainstream conferences or publications and, and, and medium or media. And it was just such a great time to be around accomplished writers, a lot of which, you know, we've heard of and, and a lot of which I've read even and are on my to be read list. It, <laughs> it's just to see them, you know, presenting on topics that they're passionate about that directly relate to me and that I'm most interested in. There was one panel called Confederation of the Aunties. And wow. it was just a, <laughs> yeah, it was about the portrayal of the auntie figure or the auntie uh, person in in media and how in most cases there is that auntie figure is in the character's life. Um, well, or rather in real life, everyone has an auntie or has an army of aunties that's behind them and, and that's part of their village. Well, why don't we see that more in media and in, in our books? Why don't we hear from them? Why don't we see them as more of a um, powerful influence? Because that's exactly what they are in our lives. So it's just things like that where um, helps me to really think about um, things in a new way and to challenge myself to to rise to the occasion and to meet those challenges if I if I encounter them. And so it that along with um, you know I'm I'm in the middle of revising my book and it's 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 difficult. It's not an easy process for me, which is really frustrating because with revisions there's really no one right way to do it. There's no magic potion that you can take and it's just done for you. you Which is kind of, oh, not ironic, but the fact that, you know, you're writing about witches and potions and yeah. 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 There's, I've tried, there's, there's nothing, there's no easy road. (laughs) And Uh, is that what your book is about? Which is, yes. Oh, it's about witches and magic and stuff. And so, um, so, and this is one of the reasons I'm writing about witches because I love them so much. Mm. Um, (laughs) But I'm, you know, I've, this is my first goal at editing and revising something so big that means so much to me. And there's, there's, it it can just, when you're in the trenches of it, it can just be really um, discouraging and disheartening, especially when you, like, I'm in the, I'm in the part now of revisions where I'm basically just tightening up a whole lot of loose ends and trying to, um, there's a lot of knots. I, I call them knots. I have like a bunch of story threads that are um, kind of knotted up. And it's like when you, I don't know if you've ever sat down and tried to untangle a knot. If you're, you know, in yarn craft, your yarn gets knotted up. The easy thing to do is cut it out. Or if you're like detangling your hair, even the easiest mm-hmm. thing to do is just cut it at the knot and be done. But that's not always the wisest or healthiest thing to do uh, because it's going to most likely affect 
if you cut your hair just in a random spot, you're going to have a big dent where you just randomly cut your hair. Mm. If you cut yarn in the wrong spot, you're going to most likely separate your, your work. Right. If you cut Christmas lights, you yarn. don't have any more lights. Exactly. <laughs> so the easiest, you know, I'm sure we've all heard the term, the easiest way out is through. Mm-hmm. And I feel that like <laughs> that saying is like, the truth because it's easy to just cut out certain parts of this book and just be done with it or or try to find the shortest way to be done with this this book but the the best way um to solve the issues is to just solve them it's just to go one by one figure it out go go thread by thread go knot by knot and try to untangle this and until you know my author intuition or you know or the story map lines up the way i see it in my head um, that is something from the anyway. conference come into play to help you get through these knots no no, wow. <laughs> no but nothing nothing like concrete that says oh you should maybe do try this instead nothing like that but just being around just being around other writers who are in various stages of the writing or publishing or revision process, just, just being around other creatives who want to do the same thing I want to do. And, you know, listening to panelists talk about, you know, one of the panels was about Lovecraft country. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, you know, not a show I can really watch, mm-hmm. but I'm interested in what they have to say about it and just seeing different perspectives and hearing what other people have to say about things. I don't know. It just kind of loosens something up in my head to, I guess, take take all of the focus off of the revisions for just a short time, yeah. which mm-hmm. does something in my head to, I don't, I don't know, I guess, take the, some of the pressure off. So and nothing refresh. directly. Huh? Maybe a reset, a refresh. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what what it was like. And, um, you know, so. Hmm. Nothing specific happened to where I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do to finish these revisions. But just resetting and and leaving the hard thing for a little while and just setting my sights on something else for a while was just what I needed. So it was, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Other opportunities have popped up because of it as well. Um, Just opportunities to reach out and, talk with other writers and um like i went to a um it was a very brief like zoom how to pitch on online on twitter and it it because of where we are in the digital age that's just a thing um of the present Mm. pitching online is a Mm. thing and there are so many pitching opportunities throughout the year and there is a formula to it. Just, just even with a lot of other things in life, there's a, a right way to do it. And there's a way that may not, may not get you the results that you want. And so I, I probably wouldn't have, would not have known about that if it wasn't for the con and me already being kind of very much in the writerly, like, okay, I can do this. This is, this is what we're going to do. I may not have even gone. So wow. just, mm. It's it's got a lot of ripple effects, and I'm still reaping the benefits of. So that's always nice. Because mm-hmm. you definitely, and this is not a uh, 
pun. Well, it can be, but it is called FiaCon, right? Like F I Y A H. Yes. Um, yes. And you definitely had a a burning because as you, you told me about it, I think maybe it was a day or so after it was like all over and we were actually on the phone talking about it. And there's a, a real passion that was kind of burning from it. And I don't remember if that was before or after we came across uh, this word Ikigai or, or mm-hmm. um, we, cause we talked about that and we talked about uh, your experience there. We also talked about Lovecraft country and how they had a whole panel talking about it and discussing it. And mm-hmm. um I think I had also just recorded the last episode, which was uh, reviewing it with Vilissa and Nisha. And um, there's been other conversations around not only Lovecraft Country, but just uh, black media or, or even specifically black TV shows and movies and how we whenever like we get our chance to put our material out there, it has to be like above the rest. It has to be excellent and we mm-hmm. would really like to get to the point where we can just have mediocre, just regular, not even just regular stories, but something that just doesn't have to be so highbrow or rise above yeah. everything. And mm-hmm. um, which I, I will submit, uh, what is it? Fatal Affair with, uh, I think it was Nia Long and Omar Epps. That one mm-hmm. could kind of get in so. that category because mm-hmm. I forget that I even watched that movie, but it exists. <laughs> <laughs> some people would think that it's like a Tyler Perry movie, but it's, it's not, Wow! but it, it does have moments of <laughs> no. Tyler Perry-ness to it. So, mm-hmm. but, but I say that, say that it's not a bad movie, but it's not a good one either. And it's in that mediocre range. Like, okay, well, well now we have, you know, something in, in the middle, like you got some big name stars in there. It, it mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have went to theaters. It definitely looks like yeah. it probably would have went, you know, maybe to, straight to streaming i guess i don't know but it was what it was but we just need something so we don't have to be so i don't know critique everything we don't need we we don't want things to be perfect i also want to quote um nick from megasheen who's also been on the podcast before but uh well the megasheen podcast they recently also had their review for lovecraft country and they had um you know, praise for it, but also criticisms. And I loved what Nick said that just because we, we critique something doesn't mean that we don't like it. So that's True. something that I, I wish I said uh, yeah. regarding Lovecraft Country because mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it, but you know, it did have its flaws. So, you know, um, I'm all over the place well, right not, now, but yeah. Well, I think you and I talked about in regards specifically to Lovecraft Country, but really just any, any works that are like black centric, if I think it, I think because we have so little um, representation, and we have so few shows and movies and and just works, period, that are out and that are especially if they're in mainstream, we have so so few things in mainstream media that the few things that come out that are like I, I don't like the I don't really like the term forest bias, but that are created by black people and people of color and um, center on black people and people of color. Mm -hmm. They're raised to a higher standard because they're all we got. And like, if we had more of it and we, it it was not such a, an anomaly that, Oh, there's a black 
cast. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's magic. Okay. And there's like the supernatural horror. If there was more of that and it wasn't such a phenomenon, it, it we might not have to, or might not feel the need to criticize so harshly. Mm. Um, I think um, what I've noticed is that I think certain outlets are getting it. It's like HBO. They're getting it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. black culture is a thing to be respected and treated with care mm-hmm. um, because, you know, black women's sketch show, you know, Issa Rae, they're giving her, her freedom to, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, rise. And I'm like, I'm always saying when I hear you guys talk about certain things, it's just like, okay, I want you, I'm cheering you guys on when I, you know, you think of, you know, your auntie still listening to your, your podcast, but <laughs> I like hearing a generation behind me. Um, I want to make sure they're, they're, they're coming behind with better than what we had mm. and using the resources. Cause I'm always, you know, kind of sometimes giving Terrell, I'm like, I wonder if I'm bothering him. It's like, Hey, did you hear about this? Are you, you doing this? <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, he's like, like, Auntie, really leave me alone. But uh, <laughs> I w- I will say now I do appreciate it. And I do consider you as uh, Courtney was saying earlier about the, the auntie army that you are the uh, general or captain oh, of you. my own auntie <laughs> army. So I, I thank you and appreciate it. And I do look at the stuff you send me uh, and I try to um, follow up with it, at least, you know, look into it further. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely do look at it and I do appreciate it. And thank you for, you know, I, I just always want to find like, did they hear about this? And I'm quite sure because y'all are in different, um, different pieces of the world and the internet is so big. Um, just anytime when I hear like writing stuff or plays and I'm like, well, what is he doing now? What is his focus? And I don't, I don't, I just throw things at text you this here and there. Like, did you see this? And, you know, whenever there's writing opportunities, um, because I was getting ready to text you about another thing. Um, I listen, I don't know if you listen to Kev on stage, his, um, uh, if you're linked to him on Instagram or, or, or Twitter, mm-hmm. um, because he has a, but I already know you're not going to move to California, but he <laughs> is willing to start. And if you want to spread the word, he's willing to train producers. Okay. Um, Cause he has a studio already established and he is, because he said he can't get roles that he wants, he's creating his own. Mm. And wow. he, um, he's doing um, comedy shows. He's producing them himself and they're on the internet is perfect opportunity. I've, and now he's moving to movies, um, which we're getting ready to view preview his app. I'm on his Patreon. And oh, we're getting sweet. ready to prove it. He's going to have something similar like to Netflix. And um, he's going to produce his own movies and have uh, content there. So it might be as soon as he starts expanding, looking for material, scripts, things of that nature. So get ready so you don't have to, you know, be ready so you don't have to get ready. Right, so, right. <laughs> those I, and I've definitely been following him and there was like a few things he's, he's done that I missed. Oh, but, okay. um, because he did a conference, he did a conference too, a yes. while back. And I, I, I missed, all. I missed that one. I wish I could have, I wish I had more notice. I, yeah. I think I came in just too late, but yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's definitely someone I, I want to link up with. And, uh-huh. and I think I almost reached out to him a while back. I still, I still may, still may. So yeah, be a know. bug in his ear. Cause mm-hmm. um, 
I've been, I've just seen him progress so quickly and his network is getting bigger and he's leaning out towards drama, but enough of me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm also getting back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But is uh, one quick question. I'm, I'm, I'm interested because I haven't heard you te- talk too much more about your book or I might've missed one of the episodes where you did. Are these good witches or bad witches or what, what a small gist uh, or can you speak on it? <laughs> I can. So the story is about the good witches. It's about a family of of witches. It's three sisters, and one of them has kind of gone rogue. And so okay. the the good witches are setting out to to bring her down before she does uh, crazy stuff. So that's it. That's all I can tell you, though. Thank you. <laughs> You're just, just enough, just enough to, to wet your palate a little bit. Yeah, wet your little palate. And um, actually, let me go into Black History fact. Black history. Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. And last week or last episode, I told you about. I told you about the driving the green book podcast and uh, still listening to that and loving it. And I, yeah, I'm just soaking that in. I had subscribed to another one and they had just started their second season. It's called the black history year podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, this last episode, it was just jam packed with so much information that I couldn't pull like one thing that I thought was be like, Ooh, this would be a good fact because the guest that he had on, had just so much information that I just like, I'm going to have to go research him later. And, and the reason why I don't have as much information about it now is because I just heard it yesterday and I don't know if it came out. Did it come out yesterday? It came out Friday, but the name of this episode is the African foundations of civilization. And the person who was the guest on the podcast, his name is Dr. Uh, Ronoko Rashidi. I'm hoping I'm saying his name right, but he's an anthropologist and studies a lot of African history and culture. And just it w- it's it was one of the most uh, insightful hours of my life yesterday as I was mm-hmm. uh, just installing a TV and just putting you know this, these things together. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up! I had to go rewind and, and go back, and because there's just so much information and just his I- ideas just to advance like black people as a culture and and mm-hmm. actually legit said Africans been saying just bring out the African and African-American and and um, and all all around the world, really, because there's even some in um, India that he mentioned and all the places that he travels and just stories that he's collected. And it's just so great. So I highly, highly recommend checking out. Uh, Black History Year. And again, I think they just started their second season with that particular episode. I haven't gone back to past episodes, but just that one alone, like I seldom go back to listen to episodes, but I've already done it with this one. So that's why I'm just kind of saying, hey, check this one out. It's a great like chunk and download of Black History and how much that we haven't been taught in school. So it's it's great. So that is my recommendation. Uh, and it wasn't meant to be a recommendation, but whatever. It's Black History, so go check it out. Um, 
And now I think we're going to take a break because then when we come back, we're going to get into Spookum Zone. And um, I think all of us will try to terrify you just a little bit. When we come back, the Hindu Podcast. The Hindu Podcast. It's that time of year again. Some festive holiday? Could be. Anniversary? Sure, why not? A night socializing with friends? Absolutely. Bring the class, share a wink, pour a glass of wine from Wink, your monthly online wine subscription. Try a box on me by going to j.mp slash wink in dube, all one word, and take a survey to determine your flavor profile and you'll get up to four quality wine selections tailored to your taste. Wine not to your liking? Try something else. Not ready for the next month's shipment? No problem. Need more right away? Lush. I jest. Wine acquisition has never been easier. So give a try on me. J.mp slash W-I-N-C-I-N-D-O-O-B. Because anytime can be wine time. Wake up early to make the big decisions. Command the room before you enter it. Confidently order lunch because the meeting is over. El Jefe, the new fragrance for men. And La Jefa, for the ladies. Smell like you own the building. Because you do. to the Indu. Oops, no, sorry. We're back to the Indu podcast and this is the Spook Zone. <laughs> ah, yes. Um I, I just got so excited with all the the uh voice inflections I couldn't remember where I was supposed to place each thing. But here we are. It's the Spookum Zone, and we've got uh, a few spookalicious things today. And uh, I guess Courtney, if you would like to go first, because you have a story that was submitted to us. Uh, yes. So my boyfriend Daniel has experienced some pretty spooky things in his in his life, and. Apparently it's something that runs through the family. So that's, that's great for me, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) um, he, he's like, he's just saying he, well, he goes back and forth, but he's believed he's seen like angels and, um, and even sometimes, I don't know if demons is the right terminology or what he would, what he would call them, but he's just seen some, uh, uh, an array of, um creatures that are not of this world and one one time in particular and i'm just gonna kind of read what he what he wrote um but he says when i was around six or seven i first saw a shadow creature i was playing in the yard and this was in the middle of nowhere in texas where he's from anyway there's a long stretch of trees covering a large ditch they go sort of at a right angle to the house and it extends for probably a hundred yards. 
I'd say about 20 yards away from where I was, from where I was, I could see what looked like a shadow of something that looked like a tall satyr or a half boat, half man walking out of the tree line. And after, after it had walked about 30 feet, it stopped and looked right at me. The whole thing looked like a shadow that had red glowing eyes. I had seen it a few more times growing up and sometimes it felt like it was, it was in the room with me. And I could swear that I could feel it breathing down my neck. So I asked him, um, you know, with the creature, is this anything that like he felt was done to, to, to conjure it up or to, um, you know, or pull it into being seen? And, and what was it like to feel like it was in his room with them? And he says it just showed up. He was, uh, he says, I was playing with sticks when, when it was in the room. It just felt like the feeling you get when you're being watched by a predator and you feel it staring at you. Oof. That's hmm. his that's his experience. Yeah. Wow. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Did he say when the last time he saw that? He didn't say the last time, but from previous conversations, he's he's always pretty much alluded that it was when he was just younger. Okay. Um um I, he so in this in the original story he says about six or seven i want to say mid-teens maybe or even just pre-teens is probably the latest that i recall him uh, recalling mm-hmm. seeing anything like that so yeah now he he has another um uh, the story with the angel it's not as uh dramatic i guess um <laughs> okay but he he that was later in life he was um playing it like a he used to be a bassist and he like guitar bassist and he was playing at a festival or something and he said he saw just this huge this huge angel with a spear um i don't know i, I don't know many of the details but that was later in life but like the satyr he he doesn't recall from my from my recollection he doesn't recall seeing that past i would say preteen mm-hmm. preteen years mm-hmm. wow so what's the story what's interesting is that lately i've been um either researching not and well yeah researching reading watching videos on different like mythologies and um i'll just say entities because that kind of covers all mm-hmm. bases and even uh, I'll even throw in a plug for a podcast I've been listening to. It's fairly new. It's called uh, The Hidden Jinn. And that Ooh, also yeah. sounds a lot like possibly what he may have uh, could have seen. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, if you're into some extra spookums, that's one to check out. Not that they're trying to scare you or or, you know, make you spooky in any way but it is very interesting and um very very uh knowledge uh, it's it's very knowledgeable this is just a whole lot of information for something that i've i know very little about and it does kind of delve into um christian beliefs and and muslim beliefs so it just kind of ties everything huh. like huh it's 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 really quite interesting so it's called The Hidden Gin. Um, I do not remember who hosts it, but it was kind of a, not a spinoff, but brought to you by the same people who, br- who bring you the lore podcast. Oh, okay. So it's, it's definitely 
good stuff to to take a listen to um, something i will have to listen to during the day oh yes definitely <laughs> definitely listen yeah, during exactly. the day or not at all in my case <laughs> or, or maybe not at all because i wasn't thinking about it until just now when <laughs> courtney was telling me that story the other thing i thought uh -huh. about is also something else that courtney will be staying away from and that is the opening credits to american horror story coven uh -huh. and it's a very, very, very quick scene. <sighs> it's a very, very quick thing. And like, you don't have to watch the whole show. If that, if anything, you could just go on YouTube, yeah. watch the opening titles. And there's this creature that sounds very, like it sounds similar to what Daniel described, except that this actually has wings. wings. And, and it does, it just, it's standing in the middle of the woods. And then all of a sudden it just turns mm -hmm. to face the camera. So, no. and then it just, you know, flashes off to something else, other creepy so imagery. So I, I sigh because you know how I feel about witches and I, like I most things witches. I love them so much. They, I just, I love them so much. And it saddens me that I could not watch American Horror Story Coven because I actually, I don't remember that. I don't remember that opening sequence, but I did watch the first, that first episode, that first pilot of that season. Mm-hmm. And I could not, I couldn't watch, I just knew that it wasn't for me. It just, it, you know, it just, well, it wasn't so much scary. It just left it. Well, not, not that I recall, but it just left like an icky. Oh yeah. An icky feeling, you know? And so I'm like, yeah, this is, this is not for me, but I'm so sad about it because I wanted to watch it so bad. <sighs> I, I think, I think one day what I'll do is, uh, I'll probably because I've been trying to pitch this idea for a show or for a podcast where I would just tell you what happens like scene for scene to see if you can handle it rather than having you watch it. So I'd watch it for you, basically. Mm -hmm. So I don't I've know if that'll that help. Before. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Aunt Cindy. It does. It's not going to work. I've tried that and it still scares the crap out of me. So I, I know I just I know my lane, you know. Yeah, and and the the sad part is that there is a continuation to that season. It's the apocalypse mm -hmm. season, and that's the one that made me feel like, ooh, I don't know if I should be watching this because it's, yeah, it was, yep, it was mm -hmm. a bit a little bit dark, and uh, I mean, yeah. it resolved itself, and I think it had a happy ending. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah it was, whew, it was something. You know, so, Courtney, he'll probably tell it in a spooky way. You know, and still try to freak you out a little bit. I don't think probably even if it's not scary. Yeah, I believe that. Just tell it to me as scarily as possible. Uh -huh. And then there was a teddy uh -huh. bear. It just had See? the blackest eyes. It just sat there <laughs> staring. He's already and then the staring. little child See? came in to play with it, and then and ran out into the sunshine not, with flowers. See, I'm not and signing up for this. See? And this that's why she won't watch Lovecraft. See that? <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I know but i mean and and we we've talked about lovecraft and we're going to come back to that too um yeah and, i heard that i listened to that podcast <laughs> yeah yeah so well i mean no, no we're, I, so I've you got, know <laughs> it's and yes that that last episode uh or special episode i know we went super hard on it but i i still stand by it being a very like I love the show. I thought it was great. It's mm -hmm. a sci-fi show as I <laughs> mm -hmm. clearly, you know, put my foot down on that, <laughs> that point there sure. with yes, some horror elements, a yes. few, a few. 
Yeah. Did you watch yeah. it on Cindy? Yes, I did. Did you like it? <sighs> uh oh. I did. <laughs> that was a real deep tie. <laughs> I did like it, and I did agree with some things um, that you guys were saying. But mm-hmm. if you want to wait and talk about that after, um, oh okay. I didn't want to mess up your flow. Oh no, it's it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but I, I I liked it. The the two little girls were should never been in it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have done without that. I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, right. I, I could have done without that. And <laughs> and that that's definitely one I would have warned Courtney about. And like this is the one that definitely will you know terrify you a bit. That one. Um, Cindy. Yes. What he hasn't told you is that he he still will send me pictures. See. Of those little girls. Why are and you? It's cool? funny because I had already I had already seen them <gasps> because other people. No, yeah, well, yeah, because other people talk about it and they put stuff yeah, on Yeah, but so, it's you know. different to see it and especially see it when you're not expecting it. No. Yeah. No. You said pictures. This it is, was just the one time I did that. It was just the one time, but it basically felt like five. So, I don't know. It, 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 it is haunting. It's true. It's, it's either, very haunting and creepy and gross and spookum. <laughs> it's either that or cats. Which one do you prefer? Oh. Mm. That's just... That, that's not fair. <laughs> I will take the little girls. Thank you. Oh wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm not watching that movie. No. I mean, it's available now. And I, I will say I this. So. I will say this. Ashley attempted to watch it at least two or three times. Um, she she hated it within like the first two minutes, but she kept going. But then she fell asleep. So then she just felt that she needed to complete it. So uh, uh, yeah, she ended up watching it again. I was not there. I don't know how far she got. I don't know if she completed and, it, but and I feel like that would be my journey. You know how I am. I'm I'm pretty well. I'm a purist in that, like if you watch a, a series, the TV show or a movie or whatever, you got to start at the beginning to like really get it. Mm-hmm. And you have but to watch the whole thing. I have, um, I have quit things because oh, you, okay. I did not. I couldn't. So. I don't know. It just it, it has to be really, really bad though for me to quit it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like this is one of those uh one of those things that I would have no problem quitting. Kind of like me and Hocus Pocus. Mm. I do love witches, <laughs> but that's a movie I that was not made for me. I am and not its target audience and I quit it in like I, twenty minutes. I, I seriously think if if you had because I, I remember us having this discussion, you had not seen it as a child and mm-hmm. If you did, I think that might have would have changed your opinion. It's still it's still not probably. like the greatest movie. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it probably would have, but you know, wasn't my life, my childhood, so Right. Not a part of my adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that's that's just it. Uh Aunt Cindy, did you see Cats either? Or the the movie? Yes. I had no desire. <laughs> and that's understandable because yeah, I was curious because I kept hearing everyone say how bad it was, and I was like, I need to see how bad this is. And nah. it's as bad as they say. And I, I think if you go in knowing that it's bad, and if you go in with the right people, which I did not have any people with me that were willing to go, but that's okay. I went anyway because I needed people. to see for myself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but I think if there was like a live tweet happening, which there probably is or has had one by now that would probably be the time to see it because everyone's going with the, with the notion to make jokes and just rip this movie apart. So uh, that makes it more tolerable. So 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> very well, very well. Um, we will move along. Um, now, Aunt Cindy, for years, I think even since I was a child, I remember you working in basically a haunted building. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, every so often, you would tell stories about uh, where you worked and the experiences that you had. And it would just terrify me to my core because I was a little weenie then. I'm a much bigger weenie, weenie now, <laughs> but like I can tolerate and deal with a bit more things now. So I'm a little bit <laughs> stronger, maybe. I don't braver, <laughs> braver the word. I'll go brave. Yeah, brave. Okay. Yeah, like my like my stepson would just come up and say, "I'm brave." So yeah, just out of nowhere. So that's um. Do you remember the first time you experienced something at? Or was it even at your job? Did you, was it somewhere else that the first time you've actually experienced like a ghost or some kind of entity? Uh, I think the first time and I still can't. Well, I mean, I think everybody's had the, the hag like dream type thing where you're sleeping and you feel something like on top of you, like pressure and you can't move and it's paralyzing and mm -hmm. you swear you're awake. And um, I would get mm -hmm. those from time to time when I was probably like around 10 or 12. And um, they said it was the hag. And, you know, I was always just told to, you know, plead the blood and say Jesus and you would be, you know, it would leave. And it worked. But um, I think those were the things that, that uh, kind of bothered me the most. I mean, I know I'm awake. I'm looking at TV. I, I'm aware of my surroundings and I'm paralyzed. Mm. can't move can't scream and um yeah and then it happened again of course when I move away from home and I actually come to the place that I that I work <laughs> mm. um and uh I'm in my you know my my uh, apartment and I'm on the couch actually when it first happened I said I just know you're trying to bother me because I moved away from home and I'm away from my family so leave me alone you know so mm -hmm. mm. and Did I'm that terrified work? for the rest of the day um yeah but i was still scared <laughs> yeah that's scary to to sleep, and it was just like uh leave me alone so you know i started blessing the house and everything and just like okay i should be mm -hmm. fine but mm -hmm. i have worked for this company for now 26 years we just left the build the haunted place um <laughs> about in 2013 so i've been there you know for many years it's actually um um, an old building that is uh, used to be a cotton mill back in the day. Like, you know, it's all, it's Old Town Alexandria. So it's during the time of, you know, George Washington. I mean, it's established that far back, way back wow. that, during that time. So um, it was a cotton mill, a hospital, a military prison, um, a couple other factories and a bottling factory. Now it has been gutted and made into condos. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and so up in the, the top of the building, the cupola, it's all glass at the top. And they have a mannequin that resides there. What? Um, Why? His name, his name is Oscar. And Oscar mm. has been placed up there to look over the building. He represents the um, security guard that was murdered. <gasps> Okay. And um, I had the honor 
of actually seeing it up close and personal. It actually looked like Michael Jackson to me. Um, but is it dressed up? Like, oh, well, is it? Well. Does it? Yes. Is it in a security guard suit? Yes. Or, or oh, yes. okay. That that. And, that makes more sense. Okay. The reason why he was taken down for the period of time, because a business got inside and plus they had to do some wiring, uh, rewiring and the wires actually ran partially through where he was. So they had taken him down early that morning. And I always get in early in the morning. I'm an early bird and I'll make these stories quick. Cause you know, time. Um, and my uh, <laughs> facilities director decided to put it in the chair and sit it in front of the elevator so whoever got off it first would scream and see it and just freak out. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was a pleasure. So, but Oscar guards the building. They said it keeps it safe and um, yeah. Um, I don't know the full story of how he was murdered, but they said somebody snuck in in the building and he surprised them, but ended up getting killed, so. Oh man. Mm. So Ugh, I will tell the stories by floor and keep it brief okay by floor <laughs> wow i, I mean wow. also the, the uh, just just going back the fact that you did say this was a hospital and a prison yes. is already just like a military alre- prison oh military prison yes like, just Yikes. those two things I, I know are already usually hot spots for yes, activity and, so and you would think i would be terrified um, I was ter- I was kind of scared at the time, but more curiosity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you really weren't afraid because most of the stuff happened during the day and or if we were working late or early morning, you know, it's just like kind of weird how certain things happen. But anyway, let's go with the, I'll say the best one for last. The third floor, <laughs> I pretty much worked on every floor because it's, it's pretty much like a small, small warehouse type feel but they made it like a house feel so there's a lot of rooms and doors and it's not an open area there's a lot of little cubbies and meeting places so it's it's different places everybody has weird shaped offices and you know so that so it's like that so mm, okay um third floor was where the print shop was and the mail room and one of the areas where i sat traffic can come behind me walk behind me to go to the offices and all the time I felt somebody walking by and no one's there. And I know no one's there. Mm-mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. And it's just like, you can feel like in your side view, you can hear. And then the ladies, one of the ladies offices that were is like kind of catty corner to mine. You heard a scream and she's mm-hmm. like, come here. And I was like, what? And she goes, the stack of papers, someone picked them up and dropped them directly on the floor. And I'm like, mm-hmm. So she was new, you know, kind of new. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. that happens. Um, I, my girlfriend was working on a Saturday and I was there and I left and she thought I was still there. And she had the door closed. And I told her, I said, they don't like doors closed, especially mm. on the weekend. Something about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I had already gone. She said the door jiggled, the door handle jiggled. And then the mm-hmm. fire alarm went off. Whoa. Okay. Our executive director at the time lived down the street. He came because the fire department came. Everybody came. And um, he came in. He goes, would you walk the building with me? Telling my girlfriend, um, because, you know, I just would like to have somebody with me. She goes, you're scared, too? And he kind of. Mind you, he is a former chief of police. <laughs> wow. Mm. And that building still freaks everybody out. 
Okay. Mm. Enough with, oh, in the third floor, the other thing, we're all sitting there. All of a sudden, something smells like rotten flesh, fish <gasps> smell mm. just appears. And um, I oh. said, somebody might need to go to the hospital. Wow. Something like that. And there was a, as soon as it came and everybody acknowledged smelling it, went away instantly. Didn't dissipate like mm-hmm. scents do. It just was gone. Wow. Mm-mm, I like it. Wow. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> then, okay, let's go to the fourth floor. Hmm. How many floors? Uh, five. Five floors? Okay. Yeah. I'll skip the first floor. That wasn't too dramatic. So. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fourth floor, we were um, sitting in a small conference room. And just sitting there looking around and, you know, waiting for our meeting to begin. And then you just hear like kind of scraping noise. I'm like, what is that? We always hear noises in the building. It's like, okay, that was weird. We leave and come back and there is something oozing in the corner wall. Oh boy. Like in the corner. And it's like, okay, that's peculiar. And I never (laughs) could figure out where it was coming from, but we heard the scraping and weirdness. And I will come back to the fourth floor because that's the the final story I'll tell you. Fifth floor. Mm-hmm. We're all at the big conference room is up there. And there's a balcony that overlooks into the fourth floor. There is a coat rack that sits right off on the balcony before you go into the conference room. There is no vents. There is no door to swing. It's just against the wall by itself. No possible draft whatsoever. We're all standing there. And one hanger, you see it get pulled back and it's swinging by itself. Mm-hmm. And I just say, I have no coat to hang. I'm going to go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go sit down now. And um, yeah, and that was that. Um, let's see, second floor. Second floor was always smells. Oh, the office that I used to occupy. I guess we're believing that because the, the building has been gutted so many times and reconfigured and mm-hmm. doors have been sealed up and some have been made. I shared a room with Melanie, you know, Melanie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm leaning against the wall, talking to her on her side of the office. Cause I'm on the other side of the same office. We're in a room together and I'm sitting there talking to her. Charlene's sitting down, Melanie's sitting there talking and she's at her computer. And all of a sudden I feel heat. I'm leaning against the wall, come through my stomach, from my back into my stomach. And I'm like, I'm going to exit the building. (laughs) They said, said, all the blood just drained from me. And I was like, I'm going to leave. And I'm going to walk around the block till I can gather myself and get blood flowing again. Wow. And they were like, and it came out into my, and I just like, I left and I'm just like, and it came out and like, you okay? I said something came through me with heat and it wasn't the Holy Ghost. So mm. look, <laughs> I just need to get myself together. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so um, uh, last story, because uh, this will go on forever. Um, fourth floor, I had changed jobs and I became um, uh, working in membership. I left accounting and went into membership for a while because I missed it. And I'm sitting, so I said, I'm going to go in on Sunday and I'm going to get my office all, you know, 
pretty and get all my things put together and, you know, get everything all set up, get started and be fresh for Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So I turn on the radio, gospel's playing, station keeps going out. I was like, okay, so y'all don't like gospel on Sunday? Okay, you can have it, all right? <laughs> so I'm just typing, you know, a couple emails, responding to a couple emails, and I'm sitting sideways to the door. And in my peripheral, you feel like something just looking at you. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> if I turn my head and there is someone there that is not human, I am going oh, to, no. I am on the fourth floor. I look over at the window. I said, I can't jump mm. up the fourth floor. <laughs> Contemplated it. <laughs> I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm going to have to do something soon. Mm. I turn my head and look, and there is a little girl mm. who is what? looking at me. You know how those, I don't know if you're familiar with a hobby, uh, Holly Hobby or, you know, oh, the what's that girl? The little strawberry girl, little I don't know. Strawberry what, shortcake. Yeah, that okay. little girl. Like she's dressed like that, like the little apron what? thing, like little house on a prairie-ish clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She don't have no feet, and oh. she's just uh-uh. there uh-uh. as a shadow, like a white shadowy thing. And mm. she's looking at me like, "Hi, like what's your name?" I said, "Is she speak Jesus?" Wow. They are going to find me here, flat out. <laughs> <laughs> but while she's wow. there, I'm stuck. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Then above her is a little boy that comes out. You know how Butch looked on Little Rascals? Mm-hmm. That little pat cap. And he leans over above her and he looks too like, oh, are you friendly? That kind of look. Wait, like, like he's you, taller or like he's taller? He's okay. taller than her. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, I'm not able. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm not able. <laughs> I can't get words. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I turned my, I swiveled in my chair, grabbed my keys and my purse. And I said, I'm not to run through them. Oh, wow. I got to get out of here. <laughs> they can have all this today. So, yeah, mm. I just ran. I, when I turned back around, they were gone, and I just hauled. I left lights on, computers, everything. I just left. Mm. And, yeah, that was that. So, yeah. I was like, I told them, I said, mm. goodbye. Y'all can have it. <laughs> <laughs> see, this uh, is the type of reaction that I would expect <sighs> to see people, like, in horror stories, horror mm-hmm. movies and stuff. That's the That's the correct response you don't go towards the trouble you leave it where it is and let it have its way you can have all of it and mm-hmm. as your and Terrell, as your mother says she goes how do you work there <laughs> right. and i was like i guess because nothing has hurt me and before i think the time when she asked yeah. nothing had touched me oh so this was before whatever went through yeah, you before okay. that that incident and i'm like mm. so they get a little bold around here and uh we hear a lot of moaning um what yeah oh my gosh. like especially on the weekend because i guess during the week you just don't pay attention to noises because it's the office is full yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the weekends you just hear i'm like oh i guess did i just hear the time clock mm, i guess i gotta go bewitching <laughs> 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 time i didn't realize okay y'all okay i'm sorry let me get up out of here now i i will ask uh if you can just um elaborate on one story i remember you telling um which terrified me Mm. And still kind of gives me chills. And I, I kind of probably 
mishandle telling it to other people, but I, I don't know what floor it was on, but you once told me about like these two paintings in a hallway. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I was wow. telling you about the one that happened at um, George Washington House. Oh, wasn't that your? Yeah, okay. yeah. Where the 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 two pictures apparently they in real life did not like each other, and the room the pictures were put across the room from each other, and they keep falling down. Mm. Oh. Um, yeah. So that yeah that that was kind of freaky. Um, but oh, there's a lot of places. In, <laughs> mm. There's a lot of places in Old Town that. Um, they do tours. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get my fill at work. I'm good. Oh, so you're not impressed because you're like, yeah. I don't want to know anymore. I just don't <laughs> want to see anything else. I've seen my share. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just with the just the feelings and then you just know something's looking at you. And I'm like, you can go on from here. Um, I'm good. Thank you. Mm. And you just keep it moving. Sorry you're still here. Mm, I'm like walk towards the light. I don't know what to tell you. And where you work now is less. It's a little quieter. There's no activity. It's a new development. So okay. It's by the water. I'm surprised we don't hear anything because it is by the water. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, the smells, the noises, the moans. Um, we've heard. I mean, we hear everybody else's stories. Like um, one gentleman said, he actually heard one of the voices tell him to get out. Ooh. Um, told him to get out. Um, kept saying it, get out. Because hmm. he was, and I guess it was working on the weekend. I told y'all about working on the weekend. They don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. That is their time, I, yeah. supposedly. Like, nobody's supposed to be there. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm just like, you ain't got to tell me. I think I quit. Someone told me to get out. I'm like, hmm. don't talk to me. Just don't. And I always say, just please don't talk to me. Just don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that definitely uh, I feel takes takes the cake for Spookums Zone. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Don't you want to uh, come visit? <laughs> ooh, mm, that's a hard pass. Not to your job. I'll come visit you though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt like I was close as it was because I, I mean. There's just random memories of us like riding around Alexandria, and I don't know how close we were to your job, but I just felt like, ooh, I just, it's creepy here. But, you know, I felt safe at your home. So that was yes. nice. So, yes. you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was great. We are going to take a break just before we wrap up, and then we will, well, be right back with more in due podcast. <laughs> podcast it's right in your own backyard hiding behind a bush or maybe already inside your house sometimes they are hanging out in malls in schools in churches while it might be hard to believe roughly five million americans don't even know where clowns come from in communities just like yours there are many who need help Join people across the country who are coming together to stop clowns and their foolish shenanigans. Start today. It can be as easy as telling parents to stop inviting them to birthday parties. No child 
in the history of children has ever requested a clown at their party, ever. Clowns feed on your attention, so don't give in. Ignore and run away. Mines, moms are okay. But remember, if you see a clown, don't fool around, get out of town. Hey there, friend. Enjoying this podcast production? I bet your sweet buttery face you are. I bet you're also thinking, how can I support this show and look awesome doing it? Aside from telling your best pal and all their kin, you can head over to Indube.com and two clicks later after hitting the store tab, you'll find yourself with several fun and fancy swag brought to you by the fine folks at the Indube Network and Public. If you're a fan of Indube, Food Fight, or anything under the Indubian sun, you can find it plastered on mugs, hoodies, pillows, cases, bags, and of course, t-shirts. Hurry on over now and you may catch a sale with all tees 30% off. Seriously, they have sales like every other week. So head on over to Indube.com or tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O-M and type Indube in the search bar and continue to pod with the best. And we're back to the Indube podcast. Hopefully everyone has calmed down a little bit. Um, after that lovely break uh, from you know, being terrified. Thank you, Aunt Cindy, for those <laughs> scares because I, yeah, felt a little nervous myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's, it's all good. You, we, you survived, so it's all good. Um, but now that, uh, let's see, Spookums is over because it's, you know, that, that time, it's now time for Christmas. So bring out your Yay. lights, your... Uh, uh, wish not wish list. Well, yeah, your wish list too, I guess. If you you know feeling charitable and want to buy people stuff, <laughs> and um, I meant to say playlist. That's what I was looking for. Your Christmas playlist. You can of course find my Christmas playlist, which I've already started adding to, and just it's in Spotify, just like this lovely podcast. Just type in Indube, and you'll find you'll find a number of playlists actually, but you'll find the Christmas one because it's red and green, like Christmas colors, and um. Yeah, it's going to be a, a holly, jolly, lovely Christmas like every year because everything is good. Everything is fine. Nothing is wrong. No, you know, pandemics or anything. Um, yes, it's all good. So I am looking forward to it. And I'm basically saying that Christmas season now has begun. Now, it's actually already begun for me. I've already started listening to Christmas music for the past couple of weeks. But, you know, but Courtney, you do that, too, sometimes or you just have Christmas moods. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in it now, actually. It's yeah, weird because I'm such a weenie, but I really, really like Halloween. And I'm just not feeling this this year. I've I've, I've already jumped to Christmas. Um, yeah. I'm there. I'm putting my tree up like next week. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I'm ready. I'm ready. Speaking of trees, hmm. mine stays up year round. <laughs> yes, that's really? right. I forgot you do keep <laughs> it up year it. round. Well, but it do- doesn't have decorations on it. It's because I, it's a very um, unique tree. It's green and it just, I, I have it like, because I have other plants in the house and, you know, mm-hmm. like a ficus tree and other things like that, but in actual real plants. But it's over in the corner and I have 102 light options. So I can have it hmm. red, white, and blue for the 4th of July. The lights nice. are, yeah. you know, it's mood, 
you know, and it can blink in different kinds of ways. It does multiple things. So that's why I have it up year round. You know what? I might have to look into something like that now I think about it for my future home. It's only like, it's, I think it's only a six foot, a little small. It's small. So it's nothing grandiose and it's kind of on the slim side. So it's over in the corner. People don't really notice it until I turn it on. (laughs) And they're like, what? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's just been there all this time. Hmm. Well, uh, Cindy, do you have any, um, as we're, you know, going to wrap up the show now, do you have any like recommendations? I don't know if you want anybody, if you want anybody to follow you anywhere, but no, if, they don't follow me. Okay. I'm boring. You, I, I, I follow. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have any recommendations, things you would like people to check out that you like really like and think that they would like it too, or um, anything like that? There might be one thing that, um, a book that I'm getting ready to read, and when, one of the ones Kevin Sage was actually talking about, um, was The Big Leap um, by Gay Hendricks. Um, it's basically talking about your fears and some, just like some subconscious things that, you know, are hindering us from maybe moving forward or just stuff we didn't realize. Um, and giving us, helping us analyze things and how we handle things and the reason why behind it. Um, they raised a lot of good points and, um, I think it's something that would be interesting to, um, figure out about yourselves because, you know, there's different things like, you know, how one, for instance, um, when there is, uh, with siblings, if one is doing better than the other, the guilt behind it, um, mm. and the, the yeah. obligation they feel and why do they feel that way? when the sibling, other siblings are like, yay, keep going, keep going. And the other one is like, but no, you're not. And they don't want to say anything because they're not doing as well. Or a situation where um, you are that person who's not doing well, but you're still cheering people on. It's just like the other, just certain relationships and issues on how you handle those. So it's it's really an interesting book. And I'm going to also purchase it um, cause I like actual books in hand, but I want to do it. Um, I also have audible, so okay. I can follow along and take notes. So, but that's the, the main one that I'm offering up. And I think it'll be beneficial for others cause they actually heard the author. He has a uh, podcast to go along with it. Um, so I'm going to sign up for that too and, and follow along with him as he points out different things, but they did an interview with him and he was amazing. Mm. So, that sounds like it could also play into a bit with uh, Ikigai a little bit, just, you know, finding your purpose or um, I'm a little late now, but I uh, did find the rest of the image just just to go back a little bit on um, what makes up uh, Ikigai. It's like what you love mixed with what the world needs with uh, what you can be paid for and also what you're good at, which includes your passion, your mission, your vocation, profession. And um, I, I don't know. I saw or a correlation, a connection there. Yeah. But that's, that's, it's kind of been what I've been um, in tune, in tuned in the last couple months, I think. And that sounds like something that I should check out as well. A big, the big leap is what it's called. Yeah. The big leap. Uh, his name is Gay Hendricks. Okay. I will, I will take a look at that too. And Courtney, any uh, recommendations or shout outs and follows, etc.? Well, I would like to further shout out Faye Khan. 
Um, if you don't follow them on Twitter, do so. I believe their handle on Twitter is um, just FiaCon, and that's um, that's F I Y A H. Um, and I'm sorry, it's it's not FiaCon. It should be Fia. Oh, so it's actually Fia Lit Mag. So oh, Fia F I Y A H L I T M A G. They are awesome. Again, they're a magazine of black speculative fiction, which covers um, science fiction and fantasy. And um, again, just check them out. Subscribe to their to the actual magazines. I believe they do have physical uh, copies of their of the magazines. I know they have digital, um, but I think they have physical as well. So anyway, just go check them out. Look them up. They're awesome. They do great things. Um, and yeah, they're awesome, but you can also find me on the Twitters at I am K Hinton, where I talk about anything from, let's see, Christmas now, <laughs> um, <laughs> to, I'm, I have done deep dives into, um, smartwatches so i know a thing or two about them now i've also <laughs> gone down a crazy like crazy is not the right word i apologize but a pretty intense deep dive into um mental just different mental awareness um things and and mental disorders the most recent one is dissociative identity disorder which used to be known as multiple personality disorder, but is now known as, as DID or dissociative identity disorder. It's so interesting. And it's so just how the mind and the brain works and how it works to protect itself from trauma and, and things like that. It's just so interesting. So I know something about that now, if you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna go down the rabbit trail with me, but uh, otherwise I, do a lot of retweeting <laughs> <laughs> and retweeting is fine as well and uh shout out to tin woo makers of my smartwatch um yeah that's that's all i got for that but uh but definitely with the mental health i think it was a mental health awareness days i don't know i saw something on twitter recently yeah yeah i, yeah, I forget when that was but that was recently at, at the time of this recording maybe a couple weeks ago Oh, okay. I'm, I okay. Yeah, it could have been. I it could have been somebody retweeting something, and it may have been days old. But there's something I had recently learned, and I don't remember what that is now. So did I really learn it? Or hmm. <laughs> um, and follow me. And do I have any recommendations? I, I gave out my recommendations because definitely check out uh, Black History Year. Uh, that's and um, the other podcast, uh, The Hidden Gen. So those those two one, you, I mean, both of them are very educational. One might freak you out a little bit, but it's also just, you know, it's new. It's new perspectives on on like a culture, something that I was definitely not familiar with because it's not all of it is not scary. So don't think it's a, something scary or spooky. Uh, it just happened to be the most one of the, the recent episodes because it was about summoning Jin and having them do your bidding. And that was interesting because if you don't do it right they might kill you so yeah mm -hmm. and i will leave Jen, you on that by note. the way mm -hmm. well jen by the way is spelled d j i n n yes 
Sorry, I forgot to make that distinction. Uh, yes, D-J-I-N-N, if you are looking for it on your favorite social, not social, favorite um, podcasting catcher app, website program thing. <laughs> you can follow me on all things at Indube and go to Indube.com. Uh, tell, oh, and sad news, like just before we started recording, a design that I loved and I'm so glad that I purchased just before this happened uh, has been taken down because Universal Studios did not approve of it. And that is the seven evil X's from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I think I may now only have the only copy or only um, oh, no. print of the T-shirt. So I will take a selfie at some point with the shirt so you can see what it looks like. I'm a little sad, but at least I have one. So okay. not not too upset about it. I am upset, but I'm not, you know, heartbroken too much. Because, uh, yeah. Anyway, tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please remember to wear a mask. Wash your face. Wash <laughs> your hands. Um, vote. Uh, and wash the bottoms of your legs. Wash the bottoms of your feet and the under and your legs. Yes, you're right. Yes. Um, the undersides of your dishes. Yes. Uh, there's. I thought there was another one I wanted to add to it. Mm. Stay away, like six feet away at least. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Merry Christmas! I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Indu podcast, which was recorded from the south side of Wakanda in Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive, and is part of the Indu network. Want more Indu? Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Indu and on Facebook at Indu Pod. You can contact us and send Ask Indu questions by emailing indupod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the T Public Store or become a patron on Patreon, where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indube Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production.